This is the Best Insurance Law Podcast, brought to you by Best Recommended Insurance Attorneys. Welcome to Best Insurance Law Podcast, the broadcast about timely and important legal issues affecting the insurance industry. I'm John Zuba, Managing Editor of Best Insurance Professional Resources. We're pleased to have with us today Ron Carey from expert service provider Esquire Deposition Solutions. Ron is the Chief Revenue Officer with the company and his focus is on building customer value and offering innovative solutions to the growing demands of the legal industry, utilizing his more than 25 years of executive leadership experience. Ron has a BS in business technical management and recently completed completed the business leadership program at Harvard Business School. Ron, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, John. I appreciate it. And Ron, for our first question, there's been a lot of changes over the past couple of years with COVID and the lockdowns and everything. What changes in particular have you seen in the litigation process over the past two years? Well, first and foremost, the uh, the shift to a remote or virtual proceeding has changed uh, because of, of, of course, COVID. Um, Esquire launched um, remote deposition services back in 2018 in December and very candidly had a very small amount of traction prior to March of 2020. In fact, in that time between um, the launch of remote deposition services and the start of COVID, we did about 150 uh, depositions um, remotely. Uh, Conversely, since the time of March 2020 through today, we've done about 180,000 remote depositions. So we've seen the deposition space really go from highly um, in-person, which has associated costs for travel, attorney times, et cetera, um, to um, basically almost completely remote, 90% virtual. Right now, we're normalizing to about 80% virtual. And so we decided to survey um, the industry and find out what our attorneys, um, both the, 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 our clients, our attorneys, as well as uh, folks in claims, as well as our court reporters were saying about their experience in remote versus in-person proceeding. And we were very surprised and pleased that 78% of all attorneys, and the sample size was almost 800 attorneys, said so they all can continue to conduct up to 50% of their depositions remotely. As well, 60% of the attorneys and uh, claims management said they'll conduct more depositions virtually post-pandemic than even during the pandemic. So what we're seeing is a shift to potentially not just in-person or remote, but more of a hybrid model where the court reporter, the witness, um, any participating claims personnel, as well as the litigating attorneys um, may be um, in some combination of remote and or in-person. Ron, with all the changes, what in particular should claims managers be most concerned about? Well, it's been interesting, and we've talked a lot with the claims uh, departments and folks that are analyzing um, the risk and in and, and, uh, and settlement of different types of claims. And what they're starting to look at is data that will actually start to help them make decisions based on um, the time, as an example, that the deponent is under oath, um, both in lower Um, exposure cases as well as in higher exposure cases, whether it be staff counsel, whether it be panel counsel. There's a lot of analytics that are looking at how long was someone um, on on, um, being deposed and then what is the output of of that claim and how can we use some of the data that we're seeing um, across this entity become more successful to become more successful and lower the cost. It's been interesting that when you look at um, the cost of claims, it's highly unstructured. 
from a legal expense perspective because law firms aren't usually providing data back to claims managers or insurance companies um, about the deposition itself. Um, loosely, in an in-person deposition, a court reporter may generally know how long a deposition occurred, but it's not um, accurately capturing the length of time someone's on record. So using tools, we're able to have access down to the second of how long a deponent was uh, was being questioned, as well as as we grow data sets, we can start to look at you know how we can help control the ALAE or the variable costs associated with litigation. So when you look at you know the overall cost to uh, to claims at the top of the pile is you know, the legal cost, and uh, it's been really interesting because I, I mentioned legal cost, and one of the things we're helping our clients do is um, write their claims policies that their law firms they work with must follow. So as an example, there are things like what is the exposure of the claim? Um, does the claim, is it tied to a larger matter or case? Um, are there a lot of exhibits involved in the claim? Uh, does the claim require, the deposition require the attorneys to travel? There's a lot of determining factors that we can help guide and provide guidance to the law firms that support the insurance companies. So the insurance company cannot have a delaying claim and the, um, and the law firms um, can, can uh, operate with as much throughput as, as possible. The other interesting things that claims managers have really felt is a compression of the court reporter shortage. So prior to COVID and prior to the remote deposition process, um, there was a large um, uh, really reduction in court reporters and availability for claims management uh, to handle the deposition. So what had happened is claims litigation is on the increase and the demand for court reporters is on the increase and the supply of court reporters is on the decrease with a lot of court reporters um, retiring. And what that's created is calendar delays. And those calendar delays, you know, time is the enemy of a claim. So we've also seen that um, remote depositions have given greater throughput for the average court reporter. He or she can sit in their house, not travel to different offices um, between depositions and, and take more, uh, more testimony. And that, again, reduces the amount of time that we're waiting for um, you know, coverage on a deposition uh, for, a, uh, for a claims manager. It also gives the claims manager meaningful litigation insight. So if we can start to look at the average number of time a deponent is on the record, and we can start to look at all the outcomes of those claims. We can start to draw some analysis to say that when a deponent is, is um, being questioned for this amount of time, um, and this is the output with high predictability, this will be the output, um, you know, et cetera. There's a lot of technology differences as well that um, really enable us to capture a more accurate record using technology and some of the remote platform capabilities like eLitigate that I'd be happy to discuss as well. Ron, we've talked about how COVID has impacted the legal market. Uh, what type of impact is that having on cases? Are more, are even more cases settling these days as opposed to going to trial? Um, we, we have seen more cases settling. Um, and I, ironically, or at least counterintuitive to what I initially expected, we saw some of the larger cases settling first some of the nuclear verdict type of cases of $20 million or more, which we've seen an increase of almost 300% in. So one of the things with um, you know, the insurance business, as we've seen 
um, a lot of increase in different lines of insurance business, like, of course, all the businesses that were, that were impacted um, through COVID. So we have seen a, an effort as courts have been slow to open. Um, it's getting better now, but there still, still are markets in the country where the courts are not fully open yet, where either that claim is going to age or there's going to be a, a broader attempt to settle the claim prior to waiting for courts to open. So, yes, we have seen uh, more settle, more settlement. Ron, what are you seeing in terms of how data has changed the litigation process? So, you know, when we look at uh, and, and we work with many national carriers and they each manage it slightly differently. But as we look at um, the larger verdicts that are out there, the exposures that are out there, um, you know, certainly um, each of the each of the organizations manage their own philosophies around uh, the risk associated with those claims. Um, but depending on where the case is being heard and or the accessibility and availability of courts, if the perception of time is going to be, um, you know, an inhibitor to a successful outcome, uh, we're going to see an acceleration of those claims. And um, in other areas where we've seen, um, uh, in, in, there's been some great examples with some unfortunate disasters that have happened with things like construction defect with uh in some of the markets we've all heard about where insurance companies were immediately coming to the table um, with maximum payout of policy um, to, you know, to avoid further to, to avoid further exposure and or delays in helping um, in helping the, the people out that were impacted. Ron, how are technologies in particular impacting the legal process? So everyone used, you know, Zoom as a remote platform, you know, initially. BlueJeans, Zoom, WebEx, a host of other solutions and devices. But at the end of the day, those solutions are all kind of cobbled together. They have some sort of exhibit management tool. Agile Law is one tool as an example that can be piled on top of Zoom to make um, exhibit management easier in cases like construction defect. Um, but we've really been lacking what we would call a purpose-built platform for quite some time. Esquire is very excited about um, eLitigate, um, a very purpose-built platform that we've launched in partnership with vTestify. What eLitigate does is brings all the functions of the deposition together in one place with one single sign-on. It's been interesting with the dynamics of the attorneys. Some attorneys that are more senior in their careers are, are less technology-capable. Um, um, very candidly, and more comfortable with the traditional deposition experience. And what we've done with eLitigate is provide that exact traditional deposition experience in a virtual environment that doesn't become an inhibitor to an attorney's effectiveness um, in, in a proceeding, but it actually becomes an enabler. And, and just two examples might be, as an example, when, when two attorneys are talking you know, passionately over each other, Today, a court reporter in a in-person proceeding tries to capture what each attorney is saying to the best um, um, of, of his or her ability. Um, with eLitigate, everyone's on separate audio tracks. So post-proceeding, the court reporter can go back and listen to and isolate each audio track to get exactly what was said, um, even at the same time as other audio tracks. So what that really means, it's a, it's a, it's a great... Um, representation and accuracy of the record. The, the other um, thing that Purposeful Platforms has brought in is integrated exhibit management tools. And it's so impactful to have um, a witness draw a circle in the intersection where the car was first hit or to X where they were standing or to highlight uh, their interpretation of a, of a specific part of a contract. 
And so giving the rights to um, the witness and or snapping everyone to the same page of complex exhibits becomes um, very simple for the attorney. As an example, again, if I walk in with a briefcase full of paper uh, in a traditional proceeding, I'm asking everyone to go to a specific exhibit and then within that exhibit, a specific page within that exhibit. And if you think about an attorney who's questioning a witness, when that witness might be kind of back on their heels a little bit, the attorney would like to continue to question um, to um, you know drive to a purpose. And what happens sometimes is Okay, is everybody on Exhibit 4? Are, are you on page 73? Can you see the blue car? Um, you know, certainly ruins that momentum. With snap the page, what that means is the attorney can just click a button and everybody that's remote will be snapped to that one single page without the questions of what can you see, where are you at, etc. Anyone can mark that document up, give them permissions, and then that document is saved and, and, and stamped as an exhibit. And probably the third part of the technology platform that's really been changing and specifically very, very powerful for the insurance companies enhances the communication between the claims handlers and the attorneys. And that is a speech-to-text component where it's not just a long diatribe of a recording of a you know 30-minute conversation, but instead 30-second snippets um, captured by each audio line. So if, the, if we were in a deposition, John, and you had previously um, stated in the deposition as the witness that you know, the blue car proceeded through the intersection at a high speed of uh, had a high rate of speed and never paused, and an hour later in the deposition you say that you know after stopping coming to a complete stop the blue car um, then proceeded to the intersection. That's a complete contradiction of testimony, which could be very material to the finding. So searching just for the word blue car. I see every time you mention blue car in the 30 seconds of speech, I can see the words and text in the context in what you said. I can then click any of those clicks, uh, clips and play that back real time in your voice. Um, it becomes very impactful to say, John, that's not consistent with what you said a half an hour ago. Let me play it back for you. Click and you hear yourself give a different answer. So it becomes very powerful. A lot of the attorneys that we speak with will use a paralegal or a second a co-chair, and they'll be constantly listening to that testimony, looking for those contradictions in testimony, and then bringing those up specifically. I mentioned the communication between claims handlers and attorneys. Post-proceeding, it's also great for an attorney to be able to send two snippets to a claims handler and saying, hey, listen to the first time they answered the question and listen to the second time they answered the question. Um, for this reason, I feel the best court of action and the risk is X. So it gives them very actionable communication with claims handlers and attorney. That communication has always had room for improvement and technology bridges that. Ron, you've touched a lot about how the evolution of the legal process has really changed over the last couple of years. Now, what do you see ahead in terms of the future for the litigation process? Well, it's, you know, I, I see us getting all smarter um, as it relates to using data, as it relates to using technology uh, for better outcomes. Um, you know, when we look at, you know, the productivity, either from the profit per partner from the law firm side or the cost per claim on the insurance side, um, both organizations can lend themselves to better outcomes. If we can reduce the cost of legal re um, that's associated to claims, we know the insurance companies with the increase in insurance claims will have you know, better outcomes and, and be able to return you know, better profits. When you look at the impact of the law firm, if I'm a billing client or billing attorney 
and my relationship with an insurance company doesn't allow me to bill for my time and there's travel required to go in and out of these depositions, I as an attorney can 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 work fewer hours um, or work more productively and, and handle more claims um, because I'm able to do um, leverage technology, you know, remotely. As you look at what's happened, though, um, you know, our our whole focus is ensuring access to justice. Um, and at the end of the day, what we want to do is make sure that something as simple as a litigation calendar, you know, isn't um, delayed because of the bandwidth of, of someone available to capture the record. And for that, you'll see continued technology innovation um, come to the um, come to um, the business in order for us to help move the things move things forward. The best example that's actually in market today is remote depositions using you know e-litigate as an example. Um, that innovation will not stop, and there'll be future innovations available as well um, for quick case review type tools that would um, give both the attorney as well as the adjuster access to deposition content within five minutes of the end of a deposition for quick case assessment. So a lot of tools focused to accuracy, um, access, and, and speed. Terrific, Ron. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you. You've just listened to Ron Carey from expert service provider Esquire Deposition Solutions. And special thanks to today's producer, Frank Vowinkle. And thank you all for joining us for Best Insurance Law Podcast. To subscribe to this audio program, go to our webpage, www.ambest.com slash professional resources. If you have any suggestions for a future topic regarding an insurance law case or issue, please email us at lawpodcast.ambest.com. I'm John Zuba, and now this message. Best Insurance Professional Resources features valuable insurance industry content, including searchable profiles of client-recommended insurance attorneys, adjusters, and expert service providers. Brought to you by AM Best, known worldwide as a respected source of insurance industry news and information. Visit ambest.com slash claims resource.